We ask that you would make our minds, hearts, and souls fertile soil for the gospel, that your word may bear great fruit in our life. Illuminate the scriptures for us, Lord. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Do not be afraid to take Mary into your home. These are the words of the angel Gabriel to St. Joseph as he's you know, wrestling with this reality here. Do not be afraid to take Mary into your home. We might ask ourselves a question, why would Joseph be afraid to take Mary into his home? And they were, they were married. When the, in Jewish uh, culture at this time, when you were betrothed, you were, you were already married. A betrothal was much more, sometimes people think it's like an engagement in our culture. It was much more than that. You were already married. And it was a time of betrothal, the beginning of your marriage, but before you lived together and before the marriage was consummated. And so they are already married. They have this commitment. That's when it speaks about him divorcing her quietly. It's not just like ending an engagement. It's, it would be the end of the marriage. And so why would he be afraid to take his wife into his home? Well, we see that Mary has, has come home to him and said, hey, Joseph, I, I, we have a little conversation that we need to have. Uh, the angel Gabriel showed up, and um, I am, I'm with child by the grace and the power of the Holy Spirit. And so Joseph is like processing this, right? Like, okay, all right. Now, there are three interpretations historically within the church and all put forth and, and, uh, by different saints and, and all of them, ha like, we're okay to believe any one of them, right? And some things is really clear that, like, this is a clear interpretation and this is the only thing you can believe or not or whatever, and sometimes there, there are options here. And this one, we have these three interpretations as to why Joseph is, is thinking of divorcing Mary. The first one is the suspicion theory. The suspicion theory, I think, is probably the most common one that people think when they read this gospel. is like Joseph was suspicious that, that Mary actually had an affair and she was pregnant through another man. Now, um, again, the, the, could St. Joseph be thinking that? He could be thinking that. But the reality is, is that St. Joseph would have known his wife very well. And you have known the holiness of Mary. You have known the fidelity of Mary. So, again, could, what, could this have been the case? But, but maybe not. The second theory is the perplexity theory. That Joseph believed that his wife was faithful, right? That, that she wasn't unfaithful. But he's just like, how in the world did this happen? Like, I really don't know what's going on, and this is kind of freaking me out. And so I'm just going gonna, gonna, I'm gonna to kind of bow out of this because it's a little bit too much for me. And the third theory, the one that I want to propose for us to pray through this week as we're, or these few days as we're preparing for Christmas, is the reverence theory. The theory of reverence. Where St. Joseph would have fully believed Mary. I mean, she would have... She would have told him the story, like, hey, look, this is what happened. The angel Gabriel showed up. 
And, and the angel Gabriel told me that by the power and grace of the Holy Spirit would overshadow me and that I'm going to conceive the Son of God. Joseph, being a faithful, good Jewish man, would have known the prophecy that we read the first reading tonight. Isaiah said that when the Messiah comes, he will be born of a virgin. He would, he would have understood this. He would have trusted his wife. He would have been like, oh, my gosh. Like, you are going to be the fulfillment of the prophecy. And he would, have, he would have remembered all of this, like, okay, so if the Lord is coming and the Lord is going to be, going to be conceived, or is now, right, like conceived in Mary's womb, then she is the new Ark of the Covenant. Because the, in, the, in the Old Covenant, the Ark of the Covenant was where God's presence was, where the Lord resided in the Ark of the Covenant, his presence most profoundly. So he would have understood, and you can read, Dr. Petrie's book, Jesus and the Jewish Roots of Mary, and understand her as the new Eve and the new Ark of the Covenant and all these things. But what Joseph would have known, too, is that in the Ark of the Covenant, when King David had, had built the temple, right, he was going in, he was like, okay, going into his home, going into Jerusalem, he knew that on the, on the way there that this guy, Yuzah, the Lord said, hey, like, the Ark is so holy, don't touch it, lest you're going to die. So this guy, Yuzah, they're, they're, they're carrying the Ark, and it, like, starts to kind of fall. He puts his hand up. Shouldn't have touched the ark, bro. It's over for you. Boom, he dies, right? So King David is like, hey, now, I'm an unworthy man. I, I'm not worthy to have the ark in my, in my home. And so, so he asked Obed, like, you take the ark. And so Joseph, right, the son of David, is a similar situation. Like, I'm not worthy to have the ark in my home. So, like, Obed, so actually Obed takes it for a while. There's, like, blessings fall upon his house. And then David's like, like okay, well, well, yeah, let's, Lord, I'm going to open up my heart. Like, you come in, and he brings the ark into its rightful place, and, and, and it's, it's beautiful. So this, what's going on, what's happening here in this reverence theory, right, is that St. Joseph is recognizing the reality of what's happening and that Mary is going to be the mother of God. And that she is going to be the new Ark of the Covenant. And he recognizes his unworthiness. Like he is not worthy to bring Mary into his home. Because if he brings Mary into his home, then the Lord is coming with her. And so he's like, uh, this ain't going to work. I know who I am. I mean, St. George, if you got a feel for the guy, he's the only guy in the family who ever committed a sin. You know? Like Jesus, nope. Mary, nope. St. Joseph, ah, sorry. <laughs> really holy man, right? <laughs> this is like the real thing here. And so the, we, we can feel this too. We want to think of like Joseph, but the Lord comes to Joseph in a dream, right? The angel comes to him in a dream and says, do not be afraid to take Mary into your home. Why? Because I am with you. Be not afraid. I am with you. And it's this encounter that Joseph has with the Lord in his unworthiness, but in the fullness of the Lord's mercy. And it opens up Joseph's heart. And he, and he receives Mary. I mean, this, this beautiful encounter. And then he receives Mary into his home. There's no questions asked. There's nothing as the Lord comes. And, and what, what happens for us 
when the Lord, when we may feel the Lord tugging at our hearts, we may feel the Lord wanting a deeper relationship with us, we may feel the Lord calling us to a new mission, because what was he calling St. Joseph to? Hey, Joseph, this is what I want you to do. I want you to be, you know, this is the, the father, and basically he's saying like, hey, I want you to be a representation of me, the eternal father, to my son. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. <laughs> no pressure, Joseph, no pressure. Everything is all right. But again, St. Joseph realizes unworthiness, and maybe the Lord is coming to us in some way, and we are recognizing, like, I am not worthy. And the truth is that Joseph wasn't worthy. And the truth is that we are not worthy for the Lord to come to us. That's the truth. But what happens is we don't want to run away from the Lord because he's like, I'm unworthy, and what if the Lord really finds out who I am? That's kind of just like, what if the Lord really finds out who I am? Then, then this is not going to go well, you know? Like if he really knows me. And then so we actually run away from the Lord who's running towards us. Because if, if the Lord finds out who I am, then he may abandon me. But what happens is that I actually abandon him before he can abandon me. Because he's not going to abandon me. And so he comes to us, like he comes to St. Joseph, be not afraid. Be not afraid to allow me to enter. And when we allow Our Lady to enter, again, then she brings the Lord with her. The Lord pursuing us. And Father Mark Tubes, he had written this Advent reflection on Joseph and preparing for, for Christmas with Joseph. And he has this line, he says, in Joseph's heart, notice that there is no fear in facing God's truth. In Joseph's heart, there is no fear of what if God finds out. Like the Lord sees him. And actually Joseph sees himself as a man unworthy for this task. But he doesn't run away from that. Because he knows the Lord is merciful and good. And then he knows himself as a humble man. And now when I say humble, like the truth. Like he knows the truth about himself. He's limited and imperfect. And this is real freedom. That when we can stand in the truth of who the Lord is and who we are in him and let him love us in that, in the midst of our unworthiness, and let him speak to us, be not afraid of what I want to do in your life. Be not afraid of how I want to change your life. Be not afraid for the mission that I want to call you on. If we can have that humility and trust and confidence of St. Joseph, then we can step into it. Where is the Lord in your life calling you to a deeper encounter with him? Where is the Lord in my life calling, calling me, calling us to take a next step? And we might think, well, I, I, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. It may be a, a simple little task that he's asking you to do. It may be for, for folks who haven't yet discerned their vocation, like a bigger vocation thing, like maybe there's a tug of the heart about the priesthood, or a tug of the heart about the religious life, like, hey, hey, I, I, I'm not worthy. Yep, nope, you're not. Neither am I, right? Maybe actually about marriage. Like sometimes people are like, okay, well, marriage is this thing. Hopefully there is a healthy sense of like, I am not worthy to love this person the way that they deserve to be loved in marriage. And I recognize this. That there's a healthy humility and like I am not worthy to love them as they deserve to be loved in this vocation. 
but also there's a recognition of God's providence and his grace and his mercy that he gives us his very self. So when we come to Mass tonight, at every single Mass, the priest holds up the host. Behold the Lamb of God. And then what do we say? We take on the words of centurion. Lord, I am not worthy for you to enter under my roof. It's basically what St. Joseph is saying. I, you know, I'm not worthy for Mary and the Lord to enter into my house. When we talk about our roof, we're talking about our, our very selves. But we then say this, Lord, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Confidence that we are unworthy, but the Lord makes us worthy through grace. So how can we today and just preparing a few days for Christmas before the rest of our lives open our hearts and not be afraid to take Mary into our home that she may bring Christ into our home more deeply? When I say our home, I'm talking about my soul, my life. Some practical ways, if, if we don't have a devotion to Our Lady, to begin to pray the rosary a little bit more. And when we're praying the rosary, it's about meditating upon the mysteries of the life of Jesus through the hand and the heart of Our Lady. If you haven't done a consecration to Christ through Mary, then, then try Father Gately's 33 Days to Morning Glory. Life-changing stuff. So today, the scriptures in the Lord says, do not be afraid to take Mary into your home. Do not be afraid of what the Lord wants to do in your life. Let's have the humility of St. Joseph to know our unworthiness, but to know the power of God's grace and to say yes. To get up like St. Joseph and do whatever the Lord wants us to do in obedience and confidence and trust. Do not be afraid to take Mary into your home because she always brings Jesus. And do not be afraid to open your heart to Christ.